Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Building a Bridge. My name is Jesse Brizanine. My name is Jared Countess, and our mission is to empower people to use their voice to build a bridge beyond race relations, creating unity and understanding, effectively raising the collective consciousness of humanity. Last week, we talked about deciding who's wrong and what the payoff is in being right, the challenge with making a moral stance and looking at comfort versus growth. And then, Jared, what are we going to dive into this week? We're going to talk about identity, right? Um, how, like, how are people defining themselves these days, right? Like, was it what? How are people doing it, and how how people are sometimes attaching either their identity or trying to define someone else by like the smallest things, right? And then we're we're gonna let you guys into our world. We're probably just we're gonna have a conversation like me and Jesse have. Before we get on here, when me and Jesse just rap and we just talk and about everything. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned. This one's going to be a fun one. This is going to be a fun one. Uh, okay. All right. So, I, I'm a, so, like, before we got on today, Jesse, the reason why we we're doing this identity thing is um, you, we were both talking about conversations we had this past week or last weekend. And uh, I was talking about a political conversation I had with a with uh, a couple of people. And it was pretty cool. It was funny. We we're talking about conspiracy theories. And, you know, God said, you know, the end of death democracy was the assassination in America was the assassination of JFK. And I said, oh, you can't, you know, I, I get where you're coming from with that. I see why you're trying to say it. But I was like, you, you, you know, you can't say that. And this guy, this guy is, he owns a franchise, right? So not a franchise. He doesn't own a franchise. He owns the, he franchised, he built the concept that's now being franchised throughout 16 different states, right? And at one point in time, he was a correctional officer. So I'm like, so like, you know, like you have been able to create this in the United States of America. So you can't really say, <laughs> you, can't, you can't justify the statement that all the doors are closed. <laughs> You know, and, and we're all being puppet mastered by, you know, some invisible forces, right? And so it was, it was, it was super funny. And, uh, you know, he identified as somewhat as a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and another guy during the conversation, you know, his chime in was, I'm a Republican, right? <laughs> Everybody, I'm a Republican. You know, I'm a Republican. You know, it's like, like what the hell does that mean? <laughs> I have a lot of conservative views too. <laughs> so what are you saying? So so anyway, that was that was my you know kind of funny conversation for the week, and uh, you know uh, a black guy talking to a conspiracy theorist talking to a Republican, right? So that was I think those were our identities, and and we uh, all threw them out there, and it was. It was just super funny. Like, I don't know. When you hear that conversation, Jesse, like what goes off in your head? Like, what are you thinking? You know, so Jared, I think that, I think that this is the real, the crux of so much of what it's going to take to building bridges, right? Is we have, all of us have parts of who we are that we have strongly identified with something. And whether that's a belief system, an ideology, a group, an affiliation, and 
I think all of us probably have our, our part of our identity attached to that. And we're not even quite sure why we do, mm-hmm. you know, and it might be, it might be because we like someone who represents that. We dislike someone who represents the opposite of it because there was a time where we were in a discussion with somebody else, you know, a lot of the reasons we probably attach ourselves to it is not necessarily because of what the, the group or the person represents, but how we felt when we identified with that group or thing. And I think that that's, that's a piece that we have to look at is like the emotional payoff for us and all these dynamics is always going to be super lucrative, super intoxicating. And it is going to be something that we have to, like to truly build bridges the emotion to build the bridge has to be greater than the emotion to put up the wall. And I think that a lot of us, right, we have a lot of walls up that we don't realize. It goes to this whole notion of, I think we talked about this one time, Jared, too. It's like when we're stretched to our extremes and vulnerability, it's inevitably where we often will put up armor or walls because it's scary. But then I think, too, that vulnerability is the key to solving most of humans problems, right? If all of our dirty laundry is out there, all the things that we are afraid of, the stuff that we judge ourselves, all the shit that we have rattling around in our heads was out there and we weren't making such a big deal out of it, you know, it would lose the emotional charge. And if we didn't have to compete with our own identities, desire to belong, fear of not being enough, not being loved and being judged by what's going on or the mistakes we've made in the past or our, our, our hopes and dreams for the future, I think it would free up a tremendous amount of emotion and intellectual resourcefulness for us to really get to the crux of who we are and what matters most to us and why. So go ahead. No, I'm, I'm, I think, I think I understand where you're going with this. And so I'm a, I'm a say it, I think differently. Um, so what you're saying is that we because we have this, you know, uh, what's that apprehension, right? Because we are afraid to be vulnerable, right? We attach ourselves and we define our, we attach ourselves to this specific thing. And we, and we use that to, to, to formulate our identity and say that we are this, right? Because if we were to talk about who we really are, then we're being like vulnerable and we can be hurt. But if I can define myself by this thing, as a Republican or conspiracy theorist, or purely as a black guy, I can kind of hide beneath this label a little bit. I can hide my own faults and my own, you know, shortcomings and, or my lack of knowledge, right? <laughs> Underneath of this broad umbrella that I've kind of, you know, defined myself as. Yeah, and I think Jared too, it's, it's you know, humans, we're, we're tribal creatures. You know, our, our strength, of our species has not been what we've been able to do as individuals, but what we've been able to do as collectives in a group. And it is terrifying to separate yourself from what's familiar for most of us. It's, it's terrifying to put yourself out there and separate from labels and identities you've commonly held on to. You know, you and I have bonded so much this past year because we've both kind of thrown ourselves out in the deep end and we've held space for us out there and so we've gone from a place of thinking like you know holy fuck what risk are we taking and 
and this is going to be scary and are people just not going to want to be our friends and talk to us anymore to really like uh, finding safety, comfort, love, and compassion from each other's dialogues. But also a tremendous amount of strength and respect is formed for that too. So we, we, we've created our own tribe. And from that with here in the group and building a bridge, like we've, we've, people have come around who have, who have similar desires as we do to ask different questions, to think outside the box, to build bridge. It doesn't mean we all agree or believe the same thing, but we all have this identity of wanting to be, wanting things to be different and wanting to challenge what's always been. And so now it's, it's like, you and I've talked about this before, our, our favorite places to go in Facebook, some of our favorite dialogues to have are with people in the group. Uh, well, right? absolutely. I, I, don't, right? I don't even really comment on stuff in Facebook outside of the group, really, to be honest with you. Uh, I don't either, because it's not going to be as thoughtful oftentimes as what we get in the group. Like when, when we comment in the group, there are some really thoughtful, thought out, and, it, and what I love about this group and some of the conversations is you, is you hear these different perspectives from people, but what I appreciate it most about it is oftentimes a thoughtfulness that goes into how people articulate what they're thinking, feeling. Yes. Versus you go outside of that into normal dinner table conversation or normal Facebook land, and it's just a quick to... Well, you're a misogynist. You're a racist. You're this. You're that. You're 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 or you're not this, or you are this. And it, it, like, well, where where the hell is that going to take us? <laughs> you know, like it's just like it's like if I called you, well, Jared, you're a rectangle. <laughs> like, what's that going to do? Look to to be when I hear the word misogynist now, right? Um, and how people define it, right? Uh, I, I like it, like we got in trouble in the beginning parts. Like a lot of people could define me as a misogynist because I literally I literally told um, a client yesterday. Um, I, t- I told her, you know, she was talking to me about her husband who said who believes that women can't do everything men can do and that women and men are different. And I was like, women can do everything men can do. They can't. Right. It's just it's just science. And I was like, and guess what? Men can't do everything women can do. So I was like, and she was like, that's true. And I was like, so why is the why do you have a problem with the other statement? Like, <laughs> like <Yeah>. what? <laughs> why, why, why can't both statements be true? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, we're hanging so much on these broad generalizations of of people and it's it doesn't need to be that way no it, do, it doesn't and it's i think it's because i think people get caught up in that term like they get caught up in everything and then they get caught up like in past right um or what they were taught or told was how the past was maybe they haven't experienced it themselves so okay so great example right um uh, you have you heard um, Little Wayne talk about racism? Yes, I did. I saw the one interview where he said he, he never really experienced it or anything like that. Right? Exactly. Right. Yep. So I don't I don't know if people agree with me. I think the Little Wayne is a very smart guy. Right. I think he's very intelligent. Um, you know, the truth of the matter is, in his personal experience, 
he didn't experience racism, right? Like in his personal experience in life, he didn't experience racially based negative treatment, right? And and at least not overtly to the point that he like, oh my gosh, that was racist, right? And he said, he talks about the white guy who helped him out, like the white police officer who basically saved his life, right? And so there are a lot of people on this earth, black and black and or white, who will make statements based upon past as opposed to what they have truly experienced themselves. Does that make any kind of sense? Yeah. Because because beautiful thing about what Little Wayne said, he didn't say racism doesn't exist. He said, I haven't experienced racism in my life. And he said, I mean, I'm truly blessed, right? But he's like, I haven't, I can't say anything on that because I haven't experienced it, right? I think that was the most intelligent answer. But I think when people get into this identity stuff, a lot of times we steal somebody else's experiences and make them our own and use that to, 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 to formulate opinion and fight a battle. That makes good. Yeah, sense. really good point. I think you're right. And I, it's, it's a curious thing with Little Wayne because it's, you know, then the, 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 the questions I have is, well, why? What made him different? What was he doing differently than other people? Was it circumstances? Was it a combination of things? Was it just that he was, he was focused on going, focused on this and didn't have time to focus on that? Was it that he didn't listen to chatter of what other people did? Because I'm sure there was probably experiences that he went through where somebody said, hey, that was racist. And he just said, why? Or, you know, I, I don't know. I shouldn't say I'm sure. I can imagine. Like, it, it just, it, there's all these questions that make me wonder with that. But I, I feel like, yeah, I agree. I think that's a really, I love that answer that I haven't, but I can't say other people's experience have been. Yeah. And that's, and I, I think, I think if we could, if we could do that, right, then, then, you know, we, we lose a lot of, lose a lot of the arguments, right? Like, it, you know what I mean? I, I don't, I don't, I don't say lose, like you lose, personally lose an argument. I know how important winning and losing are to people who watch this. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, you, you find that there's le- there's less of an argument, right? Or or you get the or you get the chance to 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 really really understand. So I think, I mean, generalizations are help are helpful, but when we have conversations with people, to a certain extent, we need to take all the generalizations that we have and throw it out out the window and yeah. speak from experience, speak from you know our interactions with you know people with different political beliefs or of different skin colors or whatever, right? So, you know, even the guy who kept saying I'm a Republican, right? And I'm mind you, I'm not a Democrat. Like nothing, there are some things that he does that vex me or piss me off or irk me, but nothing about his everyday life says, other than the fact that he works hard, but I know plenty of people who are Democrats that work extremely hard, right? Other than that, like no, nothing, nothing about him says I'm a Republican unless he said I'm a Republican. You would never be like, oh, he's a Republican. 
Does that make any sense? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. It, it's it's it is. It's that um. And I'm always curious, like when we when we double down on our identity, what are the whys behind that? And we, you know, the challenge with generalizations is is almost all generalizations probably aren't true to some degree, especially when it comes to statements of identity about self or someone else. But yet we will allow that to be the fuel that runs the fire of why we believe what we believe. Yes. And and part of that is, is because there's so much at stake for us. You know, if I'm not this, if I'm not this, if this turns out to be true, everything I've built my life on, then what else? You know, it's people who, I think it's why people stay in bad relationships for so long. Because I have told everybody that this person's the one, we've made this marriage, we had people come and celebrate us and all these types of things. And if all of a sudden that's not true, what does it say about me? You know, and, and then we're terrified of being wrong because it's such a, it's become such a, you know, we don't like to have people who don't succeed and win because there's, there's too much emotional skin in the game. You know, the consequences of it could be too severe. And I, this, I think this just goes to this bigger piece of like, gosh, until we start treating each other as humans and we, humans and we take each other off pedestals and just allow allow and that doesn't mean we don't have standards for the people we surround ourselves in our life but we take them off the pedestal of perfection yes right yes and that's the real the real crux of it and that we judge people not from their their mistakes their low moments their times of struggle but we judge them from the greater average of who they are day in and day out Yes, a hundred percent. The greater right? average, right? Because, because okay. So here's it. So, oh man, this is like a, a personal, personal, personal story. You know, hopefully my dad doesn't get upset because me and my dad have a good relationship these days. But it, you know, I was when I was a kid. You know, I didn't always tell the truth, right? So, <laughs> so my dad would say, "You're a liar. You are a liar," and he would be trying to, you know, get me to provoke me to to change my behavior, right? But if I told like a big lie, okay, for instance, one night, this is so, I, dr- I was driving home, maybe slightly alleviated, and I was driving my dad's car, and I, no BS, sideswiped a sign. But I didn't like hit the sign, I just hit the, the, the side mirror and broke it, and I was, and I was, and, and I told a lie, I was like, I got to the car, and the, and the window was broken. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Dad said, you know, there's, there's dirt on the tires, right? He said, I, 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 I know you're lying right now. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, I mean, you know, you seem to call me a liar, right? But we all, everyone, I don't know a single person on this planet who's never told a lie, right? Yeah. But but we'll, but we still like we try to like you would you might call somebody that in a conversation, but it takes a lot for you to actually define that person as a liar. Is that you know you get what I'm saying? And, and so I think that type of 
concept, like you said, like the, the greater average of that person's behavior, you know, that is what we should use to find people. But now, but nowadays, we pull one thing out and we say, bad person. Yeah, at, at their most stressful, emotional, probably whatever moments they are. Yeah, or we just weakest, right? At their yeah. weakest moments, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, it, which, which I mean, that's what prey animals do is they find the weakest in the herd and then they attack. Yeah, uh, yeah, And so I mean, it's like we we love getting on there and and uh, calling people Karens or whatever other names we call people, and that's not to say that the behaviors people are, are doing are good behavior choices, but it is to say, it's like, what, what's the benefit of it? You know, what is the, what's the payoff of going out there and, 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 and publicly crucifying people when we know nothing about their life and what they're going through and what's been going on? Like, what would the difference be instead of it just creating another label, another division, another point of us, like looking at how we're different from each other, if we were to just fucking see each other with some compassion say my god let's just assume that person is having a really horrible day and unfortunately like the fates collided and they ended up right there and and they're projecting their own stuff off onto somebody else because we've never done that right we've never (laughs) been so emotional in our stuff that we've projected onto other people no No way not us i would never i would never do anything like that no me too i'm too perfect yes yeah yeah too perfect I don't know I about you, have, Jordan. I have zero flaws. I can have the worst day in the world, you know, like, you know, my, you know, my mom could be sick in the hospital. My dad could be sick in the hospital. You know, I just got in a car accident, you know, uh, you know, the stock I just bought just went to zero. And I promise you, I'm going to treat everybody I run into like they're a saint. I'm going to be <laughs> every ad, the person at Starbucks. I'm just going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm just, I'm going to be amazing every day, all day. No matter what's going on in my life, that's who I am. That is yeah. all the time. You know, that's but no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, no one's like that. No. no one is like that. We all have outbursts. We all have moments where we where we trip out. We all have times where we take something that somebody else said the wrong way and flip out on them, right? And then go off. You know, and, and everybody, the nicest person in the world. Has those has those moments? <laughs> I was I was interviewing this lady for my podcast the other day, and we were talking about how we can be better support systems for people. And she was giving some really really great direction on what we can do. And I was asking her questions because I and I, I was saying, you know, like I I aspire to be the most loving version of myself and treat people from a place of love, and. I'd be lying to you <laughs> because when I'm hearing you say this, I'm saying to myself, my God, that sounds so great. That's so right on. That's such a good idea. And I said, but I struggle with in those moments is there's also the part of me that wants to be like, you know, <laughs> and, and, but that's my humanness too. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't, and so I can acknowledge it. I can work on it. I can aspire to do better, to be better, all those things. But I also have to acknowledge, man, like, I'm a human, you're a human, and yeah, like 
when shit's going on in life, we're stressed, we're anxious and, and recognizing too, that not everybody has had, has been blessed with the same life experiences that you and I have had that has given us the ability to cope and manage our emotions to the degree we can. And so who are we to judge someone else for not having the life experiences that we've had that enable us to maybe manage our emotions a little bit differently or better than other people? And, and so here's the, here's the other piece of that to me, right? Like, so like, I, I actually, cause I was talking to somebody else about this same subject, subject of judgment the other day, right? And no, we talk, we talk, me and Jesse, you guys don't know, we talk about judging people all the time, like in, in the battle against constantly judging other people um, or judging other people by some really, really, really high standard, whether we hold that standard for ourselves or just in general, right? And, and, standard and, of so, convenience. Yeah, yeah. Same, it, it's, uh, it's, so it's super, it's super difficult. But like, like you said, like, it's not that you can't hold, you said earlier, we can't hold people in our lives. We can hold people in our lives to certain standards, right? Certain standards of behavior. But if, if you are, find yourself in a position where you're judging someone else, right? And you're judging them harshly. I don't think, I think that's a natural part of, of human behavior. And I think it's a good part of our evolutionary, everything else. Like, like you said, we're tribal, we're Travel by nature, right? Did we say that in the podcast or we said it before we got on? Oh, we'll say, who knows? But we're okay. it's yeah. important. <laughs> yeah, humans are travel by nature. So you, you're always trying to assess whether or not somebody is in your tribe or not in your tribe, right? And then probably another question is a threat to your tribe. <laughs> yeah. Right? And so you, you, you know, I don't think we can ever kill that mechanism, even as much as we want to with building a bridge, right? I don't think we can ever kill that mechanism in the human brain that kind of goes friend, foe, indifferent, right? <laughs> right? And, yeah, and I think it's healthy to have that to some degree. Like when, we, when you work with people with phobias, if they have a phobic fear of heights, you never want that person to be totally 100% not afraid of heights because there's a healthy relationship to have with gravity, right? If, yeah. <laughs> if, if somebody, it's a good thing to have respect for when there's a cliff and it's a thousand foot drop to stay back a little bit, especially if it's windy, like that, that's it. That's a healthy thing to have. It's a healthy thing to, to have a survival instinct and to be able to assess for safety and, and whatnot too. And I think where our, our work is, right, is recognizing that that's a biological behavioral mechanism that's hardwired into who we are, and it, and it serves a very basic and important function, and how we're using it or how we're weaponizing it yes. in terms of how we're making other people evil, bad, wrong, just because of what mistakes they've made, what they say and do. I think that's where we really have this incredible opportunity for growth. I, I love the scare of heights analogy. One, because I have issues with heights. Two, because it's the perfect, to me, it's like the, a perfect example of, yeah, you should have this little judgment, this little apprehension, right? Uh, in this way of kind of denoting my people from not my people, right? Um, at, but there's an issue when you 
when you're so afraid of people that are not your people or so despise people that are not your people that, you know, it's like, it's like, I never want to go anywhere high. I don't go to the mountains. I stay at zero. I stay at sea level at all times. If I do see a cliff, I stay a hundred yards away. I don't go anywhere near it. Right. People will call that unhealthy. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's like, it's, it's, it, and, and when we, when we like do this cancel culture thing or like are so deep involved in identity politics or identifying with like really one hard thing or another and then everything that's not in this stance is foe, enemy, cliff that stay a hundred feet away from or, or, or to flatten. <laughs> And, and the people who are often questioning it or challenging who we are are the ones who know us the least and know the less little the least amount about us. Yeah, it's like man, I think about my my friend groups, and it is it is a hodgepodge of humanity, and I like you know I'm comfortable with them and make all sorts of jokes, comments, you know, things with each other where. I feel safe and it's fun and we're having a good time. But if an outsider who was looking to find fault with me overheard, I could get the gamut of labels. Now the people who love me and know me would say, what, what? But it wouldn't, but then that's the underlying challenge is we're not, we're, we're, we're judging people not based on the character, but on their behavior. You know, and we're going so far away from, I think, what Dr. King said in his I Have a Dream speech, right? Like, the goal was is, is people would be judged not on the color of the skin, but the content of the character. Yes. And now what we're doing is we're not judging people on the content of the character. We're judging them by behaviors that we see them do that are often these bias pieces that are a clip in time based off of whatever experience they're having that day, taking no context whatsoever what, for all the circumstances, life, everything that led up to that point. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, I think if Dr. King was giving that same speech today, he might acknowledge that we've come a long way in, in, in many ways growing past skin color, but we are still failing massively with this whole content of character thing because it's too easy to, to jump on, latch onto a behavior and have that behavior become the representative of a person. And, you know, and not only that, but again, I feel like we're using like this identity thing stuff to, 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 to overlook people's negative characteristics, right? So like if someone is on your team, right? You, you, we, in this culture, we, we found a way to overlook, you know, the, their faults, right? (laughs) And, you know, like the, the Chrissy Teigen story, right? Where she, you know, told the 16-year-old girl, go kill yourself, right? And then other side of the coin, you know, people who act like Donald Trump is, you know, this beacon of morality, right? <laughs> you know? So, you know, you like, you you like, you hear like these, these, and you're like, come on, like you can be a fan of this person all you want to, but don't. Don't pretend like, you know, that yeah. was right. what they did here or said here was right. It was wrong. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so that's, that's like, that's, that's what drives me crazy about the 
the identity stuff and identifying as one thing or another is that people are like starting to like overlook like any negative thing about people or uh, for people on their side. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get yeah. you. Yeah. 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 Right, I, I do have to go. I yeah. I just look at the time. All right. We'll wrap it up. So everybody questions, comments, always, we, we love hearing from you. We, we value your feedback opinions. If you have questions too, open them up to the group, post them in the group. It's, it's amazing seeing some of the conversations. Jared and I both love reading what you all have to share and, and Jared, I appreciate you as always. And we'll see you next week. Yeah, see you next week. Oh, let, and question. I think you should ask this to group or maybe I'll write it. Uh, how do you define yourself? Like how, how, like if someone asks you, you know, how do you identify, right? <laughs> or how do you define yourself? Like how would you, how do you respond? How would you respond? What label yeah, would you I, give you? That's a good question. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So answer it on here or Jared post it in the group. Yeah. We'll stop yeah. there.